What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to a special episode of the Smart Out Moments Mac Talk Podcast. This is a brand new segment we're going to be debuting, and I'll break it down in a minute. But before we get into the swing of things, let's introduce to you who's going to be on this episode. I am your host, as always, Tony Mango. And joining me on the panel, we've got Kaylin Ferris. Hi, ho neighborino. Angie Williams. Hello, everyone. And Callum Wiggins. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> so... If you have read the uh, description or the title or checked out the thumbnail or anything like that, you can see that this is called Play the Game. And you know my uh, love for puns and stuff. The only reason it's called Play the Game is because it's a game and because it's a good way to work in the Triple H uh, good old phrase of it's all about the game and how you play it. That's too long of a title for me to go with. That was my original intention. But <laughs> you can't fit that all inside the uh, the YouTube description stuff. So... This is essentially a pro wrestling game night type of thing. Kind of a game show, kind of a mix of just a bunch of people playing like board game sort of things, whatever. All wrestling themed, and we've got three different games to showcase today. Maybe if we do another edition of this in the future, if you guys like it, and if it works well and stuff, then maybe we'll add some more games into the mix and whatever. But the philosophy I had behind this was... Um, I want to just try some new things on the show and instead of just hyper analyzing everything and just talking about, you know, the same hot tags and the same pay-per-view coverage and stuff, we tend to have a lot of fun when we're doing bullshit and everything. So let's just kind of bullshit around a little bit. Why not? It's not going to get many hits, but I don't give a shit. So <laughs> speaking of shits, um, we have the three games that we're going to be doing today, Blind Tag, Smark's Choice, and a version of Mary Fuck Kill, which goes by the Fanboys Anonymous segment of Wed, Bed, or Dead. Pretty simple. Wed is Mary, Fuck is Bed, Kill is Dead. I think that you guys would get the point with that, but uh, I will be breaking down exactly how these work in a little bit of detail here and there. Uh, Blind Tag is a word association game where I'll be just spitting out some kind of a question for people. And then we got to immediately answer with our first thoughts, kind of like what your psychologist would give you. Uh, although we don't have ink blots either to kind of back that up. Maybe I'll try to do that in the future. Just like uh, the Rorschach game and uh, create something on MS Paint or whatever. Smark's Choice is a variation of the uh, film or the book or whatever of uh, Sophie's Choice, where you have to pick something that lives and something that dies. And the <laughs> uh, wrestling equivalency of that is there will be two wrestlers, and you have to pick which one of them gets erased from history and which one continues on with the rest of their whole legacy and everything like that. And Mary Fuck Kill is Mary Fuck Kill. I don't really need to explain that one. So the blind tags will be interspersed throughout, and we're going to kind of bounce back and forth between Smart's Choice and Mary Fuck Kill. So first things first, I want to ask a Smart's Choice. Uh, a good example of this, I think, to start off with, that everybody will have the same kind of answer, but, eh, you know, let's start off with an easy one. Who survives, Shawn Michaels or Marty Jannetty? <laughs> <laughs> Hmm, that's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Shawn Michaels survives and Marty Jannetty gets thrown in the meat grinder. <laughs> I think you, your cat protests a little bit. Yep. <laughs> that's because she was trying to convince me not to say the same exact thing that he did, but I am going to still. Callum, I'm assuming you're going with uh, HBK as well, right? Uh, Yeah. I'm going to go with Shawn Michaels, but I'll try and be a bit more analytical about it because 
the one thing that I would lean me towards killing Shawn Michaels is that probably a lot of other wrestlers' careers would have gone a lot better. We would have had Vader as a world champion. There would have been probably less issues involving certain wrestlers being cut out of the company. Yeah, but Marty Jannetty. <laughs> Marty Jannetty. HBK oh, yeah, has been but... on some of the best matches in the company's history. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but Marty Jannetty doesn't have like, a life, so he might as well lose his. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. So, obviously, some of these are going to be easier than others, depending on your point of view, because some people might have huge favorites. Like, I mean, Shawn Michaels is my favorite wrestler of all time, so you pair him up against almost anybody, and I'm going to go, oh, I think i got to go HBK, but... You know, you do with Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty, it's pretty simple. But um, also, some of these are going to be paired up in themes, kind of like that. But some of them I also put through a randomizer, just for fun. I had a list of maybe like 20 or so names, and I just put them in a random thing, and then I put an order of uh, how they came out. So um, let's go with another theme one right now. This one, I think, uh, actually has a little bit of debate to it. Gold Dust or Cody Rhodes? Oh. That's tough for me, but you know what? As weird as it is, I think overall I'd have to go Goldust. I I like Cody Rhodes a whole lot more, but Goldust has had more of an impact on the business. I will agree. I I actually like Goldust and have for a while and just his character and what he has put into it. So I'd have to go with Goldust. Yeah, I agree. I think he's more important for the, the history of the company. He's been more of an institution. I don't think Cody had much of as much of a uh, I don't want to say cultural well the WWE cultural impact, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, without without Goldust, there's kind of it does the Attitude Era doesn't have the same feel or impact. He's one of the forefathers of the Attitude Era. His gimmick mm-hmm. was so out of there, out there it was weird, but in a way that captivates you rather than draws you away from the product. Whereas Cody, I think is definitely got a lot of potential but the sign that he's out of wwe probably means that he wouldn't have had as much of a lasting impact on the wrestling business Mm -hmm. and like i'm thinking about it also in 20 years from now who are you going to remember more Mm -hmm. oh yeah 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 if cody would have gotten some kind of world title reign and sort of been in the position as somebody like a randy orton then i I think there's more of an argument for him but Goldust is the guy that really he kind of helped kickstart that whole new generation attitude era type of shtick. Yeah, and this He's is looking at the career too, so it's yeah. you know, it's looking yes. at both of them right now. Cody still has at least another ten years left in. You're right, right. Wrestling, and he's currently the Ring of Honor World Champion. He's been fighting for the New Japan Pro Wrestling title. He'll be back in WWE eventually, and. In all likelihood, based on what he's been doing on the independence, he'll be in the main event in WWE again. I think it's safe to say that Goldust is more iconic, though. Mm-hmm. And you got to remember, if this is people getting erased from history, that means we get no Cody Rhodes, Ted DiBiase, Randy Orton legacy if Cody Rhodes gets erased. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Then it becomes Manu, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Uh, let's see here. Quick word association, blind tag coming out of nowhere. I'm going to no, go No, it's not. With, you warned uh, us. I'm going to go with, uh, Kaylin on this one. Yeah. So get yourself situated here. Okay. Let me stretch. Okay. There we go. Best tag team ever. Best tag team ever. I'm going to have to go with Edge and Christian. Ooh. See now. I, 
I I'm, I'm kind of split. I, I time for this. Kind of split. I mean, Edge and Creed, that's the first one that came to my mind. I do like, uh, like if you would ask me ten years ago, I probably would have said the Hardys because hmm. they're they're both in my in my top three. Um, yes, yes, Kitty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but right now, I think Edge and Christian, I think made the most impact on me as far as the most enjoyable matches, best character, best mic work. As far as everything all combined, I got to go with ENC. It's it's such a shame, you know, about Edge and stuff, but uh, I think just given the the career of their work, I got to go with them. Yeah, it's I a shame about Christian. Down as my well. uh, answers. I did uh, another randomizer thing for this, where I was just like, you know what, I'll put them. I wrote down a list of I don't know, like uh, twenty things or so to to ask about as far as questions were, and then I waited like two three days put them all in a randomizer thing and then clicked on them one by one. And I, my first uh, reaction for that one was actually uh legion of doom. Okay. And uh, immediately afterward, I was like, Oh, but I like new age outlaws better. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Callum and uh, Angie, what was your first thoughts with best tag team ever popping up out of nowhere? Well, when I really started getting back into wrestling uh, in my early like around after high school, I enjoyed the Hardys the most and is the one I remember enjoying and like getting really excited about. That was when Lita was still around with him, right? Yes. And her, she was a big reason too. What about you, Callum? Um, my one will probably be quite different to most people. Mine's the revival. Huh. Okay. I, I've never gravitated towards a tag team more than the revival. I think they are the epitome of perfect tag team wrestling they as a heel team they just they work together so well they seem like they're two people that couldn't work unless they were with the other like with the hardies you can see matt and jeff having good singles runs if with the dudley boys bubba ray had a really good singles run in tna and now in ring of honor um but the revival just seemed to be like made for each other and it shows in everything they do in the ring. But before the revival came along, I probably would have gone with um, Edge and Rey Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> Did not expect to hear that Aww. one. I figured Dudley Boys could yeah. pop up. I figured Hardy Boys. Did not picture Edge and Rey Mysterio being one of the choices. Well, but that's kind Edge of what's fun about the yeah. quick reaction thing. Yeah. I mean, Edge, Edge and Rey Mysterio and um, Los Guerreros were the um, two big tag teams when I started watching wrestling. And I've always been a bit more of a fan of tag team wrestling than singles wrestling. So I gravitate towards the first people that kind of gave me a bit more of an impetus towards those things. And I've never was, really, I've never, like I said, I've never really gravitated towards either the Hardy Boys or the Dudley Boys. I also liked Chris and Chris, uh, Jericho and Benoit when they teamed up. Hmm. Yeah, see, I wasn't watching around that era. So for me, like Edge and Rey Mysterio and Benoit and Jericho they're all just sort of lost in time, kind of like uh, La Resistance. And yeah, like, not a fan know, of them. Like any of the tag teams that were just in that little era or like, I mean, obviously like people forget about like B square and John Cena and stuff, but there's entire wrestlers careers that just don't exist to me. Like uh, Sylvan. Yeah. I know yeah. nothing about him. I don't either. Yeah, that's, that's going to be like different when we talk about these things further because like that's at the height of my fandom. Those, <laughs> those two thousand two to two thousand four yeah. is when I was like as into wrestling as I've ever been. 
Was Sylvan the one, or was it Rene Dupree that had the dog? Rene Dupree. Right? I don't even yeah. remember. So Sylvan was like was in Lara's distance for the longest time, and then he became a male model. Yeah, I was watching at that time, but none of those guys really made too much of a lasting impression on me. Yeah, it's like, are you going to remember like Mark Henry, or are you going to remember Nathan Jones? You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I me- forgot to mention this ahead of time, but everybody listening, uh, play along with us if you can. Drop your comments below. Leave, you know, if it's a blind tag pops up, just type out your answer. Then go like, ah, oh, fuck. Why did I think of, I don't know, Ray Charles? He's not a wrestler, like that kind of. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Ray Charles just popped into my mind too. That's a blind, blind. tag. Blind He's tag. Blind. My- oh god, <laughs> maybe that's why. Oh, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> oh. Well, if I end up. Uh, getting hit with a blind tag on my own and I end up saying Stevie Wonder then <laughs> then there's a problem. Uh, which by the way, if you anybody wants to throw a blind tag to me throughout this, go ahead. I know that you guys didn't prep ahead of time for it, so I'm not gonna uh force you to or anything like that. But uh let's go with uh actually I'm gonna give uh Callum a blind tag right now. This is gonna be a sure. different type of thing. Fill okay. in the blank. Say blank. Say yes. Or say yeah. I was going to say, say yeah. yeah. <laughs> say yes. Say yes. I said yes for summer. Yeah. I said yes for summer. Yeah. Was that just because they get the revival thing? Yeah, that's just what I said. Let's bounce around to a wed, bed, or dead. Uh, this is the one that kind of inspired uh, a little bit of this when we were asking about the poll of what should we do this week. Uh, Payton threw out the suggestion. The Mary Fuck Kill, Three Faces of Foley. You got Mankind, Dude Love, and Cactus Jack. One of them you gotta kill, one of them you gotta sleep with, one of them you gotta marry. I would go with, I gotta kill uh, Cactus Jack and marry Dude Love. And, yeah. Uh, fuck Mankind, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say, yeah, because I... I gotta say, yeah, kill mankind because I don't want to marry or fuck him. <laughs> though he would be interesting to hang out with. Uh, not in that way, though. As far as I don't know, I think Dude Love would probably get annoying, so I don't wouldn't want to marry him. Well, that's I'd the probably thing. Say, all three of these options are terrible. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, it's completely yeah. terrible. I'd say marry Cactus Jack and fuck Dude Love and kill mankind. Or would you technically make love? Uh, I'd kill Cactus Jack just because I don't want to deal with barbed wire in the bedroom exactly Uh, I'd marry Mankind because at least he's funny and he has has an inferiority complex as well which means that we could probably um, I I don't know where I'm going with that really no good idea you're going to bring back the dominance factor from the sexy superstars tournament yeah, why not? And I would uh, fuck dude love because he has dance moves. Hmm. You know, I think I might have to change my answer to that one. I I kind of, I didn't factor this in, but uh, Mankind was a funnier character for a little bit. And uh, all you'd have to do is play that uh, symphony and he would calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You, Angie? Uh, my answer has changed so many times. Uh, I uh, I think I am going to kill Cactus Jack 
Okay. Marry mankind and fuck dude love. Dude love getting lots of love. All the love. Exactly. Although, although Kaylin, I think you said you'd kill him. No, I said fuck dude love. Oh, fuck dude love. Oh, he's just getting all the fucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dick. Uh, let's switch it up and do uh, the welcoming committee. Welcoming we got committee. Carmela, Natalia, and Tamina. I would kill Tamina because uh, I really don't want to fuck her and marry her. Uh, and then that becomes a thing of Carmela's annoying, but so is Natalia. And I think if I'm working with because there's no rules to this. Who gives a shit, you know? Um, I would go with Carmela's personality behind the scenes doesn't seem anywhere close to her character. That's what I'm so, saying. Are we going strictly on kayfabe? I'm going to go, let's go for kayfabe. If we're going that's, kayfabe. That's exactly what we did last time. Yeah. If we're going kayfabe, I have to marry Natalia and kill, uh, and fuck uh, Carmela and kill Tamina. But if we go with personality behind the scenes mixed in too, then Natalia gets the fuck and Carmela gets the the marriage. Nah, well, yeah, I got to agree with the first one. He said, yeah, kill Tamina. Uh, fuck Carmela because she's the hottest of the three. Easily. And Natalia, I would get along with her because she also likes cats a lot. So I would marry her. That one's easy for me. Hmm. Uh, I would kill Tamina because I don't want to end up like her father's girlfriend. <laughs> I would fuck Natalia because I think she's quite boring and I'd just like to get like a one and done out of the way. And I think she's better looking than most people give credit for. And I would uh, marry Carmela because she's going to be making the women's champion money soon. <laughs> good, good way of thinking. That's true. Right? But I, I would have to kill Tamina. Marrying this <laughs> because the she's. Because yep. she is not as annoying as Carmela, and I would just fuck Carmela because I find her very annoying, and I could not stand all of her clothes everywhere. I could not marry her. And marry Natty with the the cats being an edge toe. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Let's see. Let's go with blind tag, and this one I'm gonna go with. Let's go with Angie on this one. No. <laughs> What's the first word you think of when I say this wrestler's name? Dolph Ziggler. I okay, I will say my honest um my honest word that popped into my head, but I did not want to say it out loud. Say it. Goofy. Goofy? Why goofy? Because when I started really re- wrestling again, his pants or just like his little shorts how they looked, what they what they said. I thought they were the stupidest things in the world, and I thought his character was idiotic and annoying. <laughs> but I knew he could wrestle. He was a good wrestler. I just hated his gimmick and the clothes he wore because I thought they were goofy and stupid. Funny enough, I thought hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just, I don't know, his hair stands out to me. Even though he's like one of my favorite wrestlers and I think he's so underrated in certain ways and all that, it was just like scraggly hair. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that too. I knew I he could wrestle. I enjoyed his wrestling. It was just I had to sit through his coming out to the ring and opening and bear it. And bar it. Yeah. Boom! Just sitting there in my chair with my head down waiting for it to be over. <laughs> so this is another uh, Smarks choice. 
This one's a more randomized one because I don't want to just do all the themed ones. Uh, Triple H or Andre the Giant? Oh. Oh, I will go first. Triple H, dead. No. And keep Andre the Giant? Yes. Kill Triple H. He was too much of an important part of my childhood. Uh, I'd I'd erase Andre. Yeah, I'd have to say also Andre. Because Triple H has had much more say in the company. Andre, how many years was Andre with the company? Not nearly as much as Triple H. It's from like the late 60s, but he obviously bounced around the territories. Yeah. He was like I don't... more of a circus act for a while. I was going to say he was like a feature. He was, I, I, no insult, but a novelty act. And I don't think he was as important to where the company is today. I don't think the company would exist and the popularity of the wrestling world would be what it is without him starting it in the 80s, keeping it going. It's definitely an argument, and it's tough to kind of imagine like a world without Andre having been there, because then we don't get WrestleMania 3, mm-hmm. and that's huge. I mean, you know, just because it's Andre. But uh, we also don't get... I'm not the biggest fan of The Princess Bride, but we don't get Andre the Giant in that role. Uh, oh, anybody I know. Want a See? That's true. I thought I forgot about his outside the ring stuff. No, Andre's too important. It, you think about it though, Triple H, you don't get that. You don't get Degeneration X. I can live without that. You don't get You don't get the chaperone. No evolution. Uh evolution. You don't get the authority. You don't get the current guy who's running NXT. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. That's I would not I want him running it because he seems to know what he's doing. That's the thing that puts me over the edge. Business. Mm-hmm. I I go more onto the sides of getting rid of Triple H because I'm probably in the minority here, but I think he's done more harm to the wrestling business than he's done good. It's another argument. So? I think he's his career has been a well, at least during the late nineties to early two thousands, has been a massive power trip, Too which much. ended. <laughs> yeah, which I ended, can I can see that. Yeah which ended a lot of uh, wrestlers' promising careers. Maybe not ended, but at least damaged their careers in order to satiate his own ego. Well, I I got to agree with that respect. I like him a lot better now and in the last few years than I did Mm -hmm. early 2000s. I I was so sick of him. I was so sick of him always being the main event guy. Mm. And I I just, when he would get injured... I wasn't upset because I was like, well, he'll be back eventually. They'll put him back in the main event right away. And I didn't miss him. Even when he like tore his quad and stuff. And it's like, okay, cool. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Maybe I'll like him better when he comes back. And I did. Every time he came back, I liked him a little bit better. See, it's that reason why I thought it was so easy I could kill him. Because that's when I was really thinking back to him as a wrestler. If you would have asked me in 2009, I would have said there's more of an argument to keep Andre and kill Triple H because he was pissing me off in 2009. Right. Back and forth with Randy Orton and stuff, but he's been doing such a good job with NXT that I'm like, you know what? I don't dislike Triple H anymore. And we lose out on some big stuff with Andre, but I think uh, Hulk Hogan, Roddy Piper, Randy Savage, they would have been able to kind of keep it going. And plus, as far as ego goes, because he does wrestle every WrestleMania still, 
But a lot of times, I'd say most of the time, I think he loses, doesn't he? He's just there to put over the younger talent. So that's he's looking forward to the future of the company, and I admire that. And I was and thinking about this with uh, WrestleMania three. Uh, obviously, that's like the biggest thing that like is like wrestling. You know, they, everybody ties into the Hogan Slam and Andre thing and all that. But <laughs> WrestleMania one didn't have Andre the Giant in the main event. It was Mr. T and uh, Hulk Hogan as really the two main factors for that and wrestlemania 2 didn't have andre in the main event so you got to figure the first two wrestlemanias went by and they were successes without necessarily having to be uh be dealing with andre Mm -hmm. so wrestlemania 3 we would have had a totally different story but who's to say it wouldn't have been maybe even better you know we could have had oh i don't even know at that point but uh hogan against uh perfect or something Maybe it could have been like, that's the match that everybody goes back in time and they go, oh man, nothing's going to be better than that Hogan and Perfect match. Like, possibility. I mean, you never know. It could have just been absolutely atrocious. And WCW could have won the war or something like that. But that's what's uh, tough about Smart's choice. I almost called it Sophie's choice there. (laughs) We need somebody named Sophie on this panel just so she can make the choice. Nope. Uh, Let's go with a blind tag. Why not? Um... Callum, you haven't done a blind tag uh, directly No yet, proper one. Yeah, no proper other one. Other than the, you know, the CIA one. Best entrance theme. Oh, what was the... I had one just went into my head. Uh, um, Nakamura. I've listened to that song on... <laughs> like, the age, when it first came out, I was listening to it for about two days straight just like constantly repeating it in my mind it it there's so, there are so many like excellent entrance themes out there but that one just it makes up for the fact that i think he's been a bit underwhelming on both from an in-ring standpoint and just in his presentation especially since going on to the main roster but when you hear that entrance theme you just feel like something special is going to happen yeah Bret hart was the first one i thought of that's a great one that's a good one. Kurt Angle was what I thought of. My first thought was Stone Cold. Once that glass breaks, you just get that feeling. Like, oh, shit, Stone Cold's coming to the ring. He means business. And it's just that hard rock driving. It really sets the mood for his presence. I love his theme. I'm assuming you're going with the normal one and not the pumpkin party one, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. It's not funny because I obviously had a few more themes going to my head afterwards. But um, one of the themes that crossed my mind, you mentioned Brett. I actually really liked Owen's thing. Which one? Re- uh, the um, da 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 da. Yeah, I like that one. I'm Owen Hart. Because I also I have a love hate relationship with his uh, caution tape one. That whole like uh, kind of fucking annoying thing. Oh, I, yeah. I like it, but I hate that I like it. And the uh, saving grace for it is I have a mashup of that with uh, Space Jam. <laughs> so <laughs> that is an amazing theme. Uh, Google that, everybody, if you want to listen to that. It's great. Uh, let's go with another blind tag here. And this one, I'm going to actually uh, leave this open for everybody to just shout their answers at the same time. Why not just try that out? Best manager. Oh, Heyman. Yeah. I, went, I didn't get it out. I went with Heyman. 
Well, I, I would, we were split. We were said he, Heyman and Heenan. Yeah, yeah oh, I said Heenan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we need Bobby Heyman. Well, oh, Bobby. Yeah. I thought of Paul Heyman. Yeah, Paul Heyman and Paul Bear. Uh, Paul Bear is good. <laughs> Just all the Pauls. Bobby the Brain Heenan's also a very good answer. Yeah, I don't he was, know. He was my favorite, probably. Paul I, I, I gotta, I gotta go with Paulie. I think Paul's quite fresh in the mind. Paul Heyman's quite fresh yeah, in the mind. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's like the only real manager at the moment that still st- still has that kind of old school mentality about it. I think obviously Maurice has an argument for that as well, but um, Heyman has done it for so long that he's he's one of the best ever in that position. But I he go with just... Heenan. Oh, go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, I go with Heenan because he was like the biggest and most exuberant manager in an age where there were tons of big and exuberant managers. He's so good. Yeah. I go with Heyman. Heyman stands out now probably more than ever because there's no one, there's nobody like him. Exactly. He's from, I don't want to say a relic because that makes him sound irrelevant, but he is one of the last of that type of mentality. He just has such a good, mind for the business he knows those key points to hit if he wants to get the crowd to love him or hate him he can play the crowd like a fiddle oh yeah he knows what he's doing Mm -hmm. yeah if you ask me to give my list of the best managers i think those two are the top two and i don't know which one i pick paul Heyman was the first one that popped in my mind but i do kind of like bobby heenan more and that's like it's almost a toss-up it's kind of like uh, kind of like asking me who my number three favorite wrestler of all time is because my number one is Shawn Michaels, my number two is Undertaker, and that's never changed. But number three's gone back and forth between a lot of different people. It's been Mankind, it's been Bret Hart, Stone, uh, Stone Cold, Edge for a little bit. Kind of goes around and around in circles. Chris Jericho was the number three at some point. So that's sort of like, uh, you catch me on a Tuesday, I might say Heyman. You catch me on a Friday, I might say Heenan. You catch me when I'm sleep deprived on a uh, Monday morning uh, after a pay-per-view, I might start saying Jim Cornette, <laughs> you know, but uh, let's go with, what do you think? We should go with uh smarts choice or wed better dead. What'd you guys pick? Let's do another wed better dead. All right. This one will be the shield. Hmm. Oh, I gotta say, kill Dean Ambrose. Fuck Seth Rollins, marry Roman Reigns. Oh, I could never do that. I'm killing Roman Reigns. I am marrying Seth Rollins and fucking Dean Ambrose. God, I agree with Angie. Kill Roman Reigns, marry Seth Rollins, and fuck Dean Ambrose. Just going on character? Yeah. That's what I would do. Hmm. Uh, Marry Roman Reigns. Because he's the top dog, so he's making the most. I go with the money. I go where the money lies. <laughs> what, ha- what happened to your dominance level, huh? You don't oh. care that he's a, he's an attempted murderer. <laughs> I mean, he was murdering a giant. I can change. Don't you him. find that hot? Don't you find that hot that he beat up a giant, stuffed mm. him in an ambulance? God, he rammed him so hard. Imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine that. Nobody's Roman Reigns after he does the um, Superman punch thing. <laughs> uh, killed. Yeah, I've killed Dean Ambrose and fuck Seth Rollins. Because I've seen the cuck. 
(laughs) (laughs) Why do you think I want to marry him? (laughs) Why did I say that out loud? (laughs) That's the point. (laughs) Say embarrassing things. Um, Yeah, but if you if you marry him, he's going to be showing that cock to every woman under the sun. Surely that's. And I wouldn't mind. Look what I got, ladies. That's a good point. Do you really trust uh, Seth Rollins to be marriage material after he cheated on his fiance? Was it or they weren't actually married, right? They were just uh, engaged. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, I'll make him sign the right papers, or I'll I'll get half of everything. <laughs> half of his dick. <laughs> Let's go to another could... wed better dead. <laughs> okay. Uh, current. Yeah, let's go with the current uh, women's champions. Naomi, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka. I would kill Asuka. Hmm, no. Ah, that's tough. Damn. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't think mm-hmm. about these ones ahead of time. I thought of the uh, the blind tag ones, but... I got mine, if you want. Got mine. If you want some more breathing room? Uh, mine is uh, Kill Naomi. She's unbelievably overrated. It's one of those two. I'm certainly not yeah. killing Alexa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, I think Naomi's incredibly overrated. She's terrible on the microphone, and she would annoy the crap out of me. So I'd kill her. I'd oh fuck. Going by kayfabe, I'd fuck Alexa Bliss, and I'd uh, wed Asuka. I would. Oh, I'll. Can I go? go ahead. All right. Uh, I would fuck Alexa Bliss. She's the hottest of the three. I would marry Naomi because she seems like the coolest of the three, the most easygoing, and uh, there's no language barrier like there would be with Asuka. So I gotta kill her. I'd very attractive the same thing for you if cool. I'm going kayfabe. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. If I was ma- if I was going to handle any of those three the longest in marriage, it would be Naomi. Yep, mm-hmm. she's easily like the calmest, and even though like I don't think we would really get along because she'd be like, "Oh, like feel the glow," and I'd be like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> stop saying this catchphrase; it's not going to work. Uh, she Alexa Bliss's character is a bitch, and Oscar's character mm-hmm. is a bitch. <laughs> so. Yeah, and uh, and I'm saying if uh you know while I was fucking Alexa Bliss. I'd slap her so goddamn hard in the face while I was doing it. She probably likes it rough. I would hope so. I'm not too much into the rough stuff, but that sounds kind of fun. (laughs) 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 But if we're talking like personality outside of that and stuff, I mean, I'd probably have to marry Alexa and probably fuck uh, Asuka and kill Naomi. I don't know. It, It sort of flips around a little bit. I don't really know Alexa Bliss's personality too much and Asuka's personality too much. And I don't hate Naomi's personality at all. She's basically the same character kind of, but then you rule out the idea of uh, Bliss and Asuka being as bitchy. So then they start moving up the, uh, the roster and Naomi's the one I find the least attractive out of the three. So she gets closer to the kill category. In that, <laughs> which sounds so uh, superficial to be like, oh, the ugliest one is always the kill option. <laughs> like that kind of thing. For this one, I wish we would have had Drew and Wago and Payton on. I'd like to get their opinions. I'm yeah. assuming Wago would have gone marry Asuka. Oh yeah, of course. Well, marry or fuck, he wouldn't. Ki- he wouldn't kill her. Hmm. And he, I don't think he's ever been as into Alexa Bliss as some of the other people have. Uh, he'd probably kill Alexa. Mm. Tony, do you want a blind tag? I've been thinking it. of one. Uh, 
So first name that pops into your head. Worst commentator of all time. David Otunga. Yeah. <laughs> oh, at Booker T right now. Oh, oh, I wish he was dead. What's <laughs> funny is the um the flashes I had in my mind when you said worst commentator, there was David Otunga. I had like I had like him in like a, a circle above the others, and I had uh Todd Grisham, Mike mm. Adamley, and yeah. Booker T like underneath them. Even though I like Booker T for how stupid he is. He still is awful. Yeah, he just pops in at the most annoying, with the annoying comments at the most improper times. And, uh, a lot of times it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, either. it doesn't make sense. Mm. Yeah, but you know what? I'd much rather deal with him doing that and just sort of popping up and it's like, you know, see Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins and they're just kind of like, so... Uh, Corey, what did you think about like the fact that they're former shield mates? And then Booker will just interrupt and just be like, "Business," sort of like, uh, "Okay, Booker." I'd rather that than when they have to like pitch a question to David Otunga just to get him to talk, and then he just goes like, "Yeah, two tough guys." <laughs> You're like, "Awesome," you know. Booker T's random stuff like doesn't bug me as much as him trying to come up with a complete thought or <laughs> working off of what the other guys have said and he just fails horribly i love though when uh michael cole does something to piss him off <laughs> and you can tell that he's just sitting there like giving him the stink guy you know yeah and he's doing it on purpose too now to switch this up a little bit blind tag uh for anybody who wants to chime in best commentator Jim Ross. Gorilla Monsoon. Ross. Ah, uh, yeah, Jim Ross. This was in my uh, my list of prepped questions, and I had thought Bobby Heenan before Jim Ross. He he yeah, he is immense on commentary. Like I've I went back and uh, recently watched um I think it was Royal Rumble ninety two. That was one oh, that reflects so good. He is amazing. Like that is like peak Keenan on commentary. Just everything. I love the idea. I don't know why there aren't more heel commentators that have a vested interest in a superstar. That's but one I, of my go-to ones. If people ask me, like, you know, to kind of like give them a breakdown of wrestling or so, I'll be like, all right, for commentary, watch the '92 Royal Rumble because mm. he is so good with the uh, with the Piper shtick, where it's just like. He's helping out uh, Ric Flair, and he's just kind of like, I don't know why everybody says that this is a skirt. It's clearly a kilt. And then Piper hits Flair, and he's like, it's a kilt. I mean, it's a skirt. It's a skirt. (laughs) Heenan is great. But Jim Ross, I mean, you can't go wrong picking Jim Ross either. His calls are just so iconic. Yeah, Yeah. I got to switch mine. I got to go with JR1, but Gorilla Monsoon is way up there, probably two. Would you please? (laughs) I got one for you, Tony. Another blind tag? Yes. All right, hit me with Or, or any, anybody who wants to throw it out there. Best money in the bank cash in. Dolph Ziggler. Seth Rollins. I was thinking Seth, but that was the really the only one that I could think of immediately. Seth, I'll never forget that. Seth Rollins was a great one, and that one's probably the most even though it wasn't the most recent, the most fresh in my mind as being a huge one. Uh, I still have to think about Edge, the very first. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think Edge and Rollins are 
if I would have have had another couple of seconds, I probably would have gone with them over Ziggler. Ziggler is the first one that pops in my mind just because it pisses me off that we didn't get that at the fucking WrestleMania that I was at. I was so mad about that. And then it's like, oh, that WrestleMania kind of sucks. And then you turn on Monday Night Raw the next night and it's like, oh, this is the best episode of Raw ever. Like, God damn it. <laughs> we get to see one of my favorites cash in on one of my least favorites. Like, uh Edge best is a great thing, choice, though. Yeah, it's the best thing Ziggler ever did. So I can see why that is in the <laughs> forefront of your mind. Yeah. Right. Uh, piggybacking off of that, let's go with the Smarks choice. This, I had to put these two together. Speaking of themes, Alberto Del Rio and Sheamus. <laughs> oh, oh, Alberto, a hundred percent Alberto, especially with what's been coming out recently about his, like. Mm-hmm. The the fact that he's basically ruined Paige's career as well as his own, because Paige could have had a decent WWE career. And I know she's like she's tumultuous, and I know she's part of the problem in that relationship as well. But she c- could have contained those demons a little bit more. Yeah, if she would have been dating somebody that could have controlled her a little bit instead of making her lash out more. And uh, God, this this is a I don't know if you guys have been following this as much, but we got Paige having like some family member that was dying like her uncle or something. And Del Rio basically said like, I hope he dies soon or something. Aww. And then Paige threw a drink at him. And then there's uh, like rumors going around that Del Rio does Coke like twice a day. He seems and... like it. Yeah. That wouldn't <laughs> surprise me. Oh, it's just, this whole thing is just like, I mean, it's really a mess. And like reality TV gold. It could be. I mean, if they wanted to cash in, but yeah. if I have to pick between those two, I rag on both Del Rio and Sheamus a bunch, but mm-hmm. I gotta pick Sheamus sticks around and Del Rio gets a race from history. Just even not even as far as like wrestling capacity, just as a human being, it seems. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. agree. Sheamus is much more of a company guy. I think he's more invest, you know, more willing to do things that maybe he's not comfortable with, uh, character wise or match wise, because he's a team player. Del Rio seems much more in business for himself. And I think his level of talent compared to his attitude doesn't match up. Yeah, right now I agree with what both of you guys have said, especially considering what Seamus is doing right now. I think it is great. I enjoy watching him uh, on the tag team. So yeah, I, like I have to keep Seamus. Yeah, I like Seamus a lot more now than I did, say, five years ago. And I think he's always been a better wrestler than Del Rio. Yeah. I think I think despite Sheamus's blandness and the fact that he's been WWE and world champion far many more times than he ever should have, he has always been solid in the ring. Mm-hmm. I find him boring more so than like some other people, especially for somebody who's been pushed so far. But he's like he's never been on my list of people that I wish would be fired. Yeah, I still just kind of wish that he would be a mid carder and that's it. Like, or exactly. just in the tag team. And when he's been in his tag team with Cesaro, I don't dislike Sheamus. So no, yeah, I, agree. I enjoy it. Del Rio, I've just I've never liked him. <laughs> At the height of his uh, powers, he was still just a piece of shit. It seemed like he always was, he uh, always seemed like a good asshole. Yeah, he he does. He the, was good at well. it. Uh, I'm going to hit you guys with a blind tag here. I'm going to hit everybody at the same time just to see if everybody has the same answer for this because it would be really funny if that's the case. But what's the first word you think of when I say the following person's name? I'm going to give 
couple seconds here just to kind of refresh ourselves or whatever. But Smojo. Fat. <laughs> yeah. I said I I thought of chunky. I knew that's what you were looking for, Tony. <laughs> it has to be, right? I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, because yeah, we came up with the parody theme song. I didn't I, had, I didn't think uh, that. I had sung that uh, one time when we were in the basement watching one of the pay-per-views. And ever since then, Dace has that in his head, too. Yeah, every time I hear it. Damn it. <laughs> Fucking Drew, one of the best outros he's done. <laughs> I must have been the only one. Is fat. Is fat. <laughs> I must have been the only one that didn't think the word fat then. Because uh, I went, for some reason I went the word destroyer first. So WWE have clearly, like, mind-fucked Aww. me with that. <laughs> and then I went, and then... And then the second word I thought was TNA. Hmm. I still associate Samoa, even though he's been doing so well on WWE, I still associate Samoa Joe more with TNA than WWE. You are a good person. Uh, let's go with a word better dead here. We did the current women's champions, so let's go with the current men's champions. Brock Lesnar, Jinder Mahal, and Bobby Roode. Kill Jinder Mahal. Erase him from fucking history. He <laughs> ruins the WWE championship. Just... Mm-hmm. Fuck him. Fuck that Canadian asshole. Well, then now that you're picking him for the fuck, then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'd, I'd kill oh. Brock Lesnar. Oh, yeah, that, that, I've just realized that means I'm going to have to give a fuck or marry Brock Lesnar. <laughs> he, he has to go on one of those grenades. And I think I'd probably go with uh, Wed, uh, Bobby Roode, and Bed Jinder Mahal. Yeah, I agree with you, Tony. Yep, Lesnar's got to go. I despise Lesnar person and character and I could not stand to see those veins every day, but I could fuck them in the dark. <laughs> you don't want to see his veins every day, but you're fine marrying or fucking Jinder Mahal. Right. <laughs> it's got like in the dark. Jinder Mahal doesn't have a big dick tattoo. <laughs> yeah, Brock Lesnar must die. Brock Lesnar to me seems like if any three, any of these three would like, beat uh their significant other it would be lesnar oh yeah definitely like i i would not be surprised if we ever heard anything about uh sable being like how oh, he was abusive that one he, he comes across as quite like just mellow outside of wwe he just doesn't i know he doesn't like people but he just seems like the kind of guy who'll just sit on his porch and say get off the get the fuck off my land type thing <laughs> rather than actually be abusive towards people do you imagine uh old man brock lesnar like whittling Mm. <laughs> that shotgun but, he's, moment. but he's whittling a dick logo in terms of these three I'll stick, I'll stick to killing Jinder Mahal because I think it's just for the good of the company and I again I'll go where the money is I'll marry Brock Lesnar because he's the <laughs> highest paid wrestler in WWE so might as well and then fuck Bobby Roode because he is objectively the best looking out of the three of them now, now I'm starting to think you're becoming uh, submissive. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going where the money is. Listen, they can treat me as they want as long as they pay me. Right? <laughs> no, I don't know. I think you're Just covering buy some it up. Things. Oh, this was uh, this was a tough Smarks choice. I remember when I wrote this one down, I was just like, I don't know what I would even pick. Ric Flair or Steve Austin? Ooh. No. That is a tough one. Mm. Mm. Oh. Uh, I think I'd erase, erase history. Really? 
Yeah, because uh, I think Ric Flair's too important for the building blocks of wrestling and Stone Cold. He was the Attitude Era, but he wasn't there for all that long. That is true. But Steve Austin was the turning point. Also The Rock, though. <sighs> I think without Ric Flair, you don't have people like Shawn Michaels wanting to be wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And Austin... He was the guy, but we also had WCW at the time, and they were really popular with the NWO, and we had The Rock, and we had we still had Shawn Michaels a little bit. We still had Triple H. Ric Flair, I think, is too important. Tony, I think I'm going to agree with you, just like I thought Andre, we needed to keep. He was a building block and part of the history of the team, of the company. So gonna... I think I'm going to have to keep Ric Flair. I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say Steve Austin because I believe that without Steve Austin in the WWF that they wouldn't have won the Monday Night Wars, or at least not so decisively. I, I think you're right. So I think the company wouldn't wouldn't be the same today. I, I'm i going like partly the reason why I'm going to keep Ric Flair and get rid of Stone Cold is partly because Stone Cold helped WWE win the war. I think wrestling is as a like a general concept has regressed hugely since uh wwe has become the sole like major company like the big the biggest fish in a pool of independent promotions we needed some we need somebody that's like pushing them and making them actually be creative and better on a consistent basis yeah a competitor of equal equality and and like you say, like Ric Flair's a foundation. He, he's a building block for so many wrestlers when wrestling was getting better and in its ascendancy. Whereas I think Stone Cold represents the peak of wrestling. It's and definitely may- a tough one. Yeah, and- there's there's no way to win if one of these gets oh, no. raised. It's not like uh, Flair and uh, Bam Neely or something like. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, didn't he already get a raise from history? <laughs> <laughs> I'll toss a funny one out here. Mitch the Plant or Moppy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Get rid of Mitch the Plant. I don't think he was that important. And <laughs> Moppy think... is Moppy. <laughs> uh, Both I are mean, so sad if I saw one go, but I think I'll have to go with Moppy. Uh, I'll get rid of Mitch the Plant. He never really had much staying power. Yeah. I think Moppy was just like I, I rem- I'll remember Moppy in ten years' time. I won't remember Mitch the Plant. Mm-hmm. Is Perry Saturn still alive? I hate to be callous, but I think he's still hanging on. Okay. I think he's had enough, like a lot of troubles. I haven't life. heard anything about him in forever. The last thing I had heard was I think that like people said that he went missing, and then he showed up and just was like, "No, I didn't." And then it was huh. like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> yeah, that's the last thing I remember hearing about him. Uh, let's do another piggyback one off of that one. Just kind of funny. Uh, this one might be a little bit tougher though. Francesca two turbo or Francesca in general. They're all the same. Or the list of Jericho. Oh, the list. <laughs> I have to list have has the list. Stay. The trombone. I thought the, tra- I thought Francesca after about a month or two, I had kind of had enough of it. <laughs> Almost a trombone in the background. And I, I like it. I like it that they still incorporate it. But after it was broken the first time, I thought, okay, good. Now they can move on to something else. And then they brought it back. And I'm like, oh, all right. Well, I guess, it, yeah. 
the list list is wonderful. So I got so get, many I gotta, jokes. Got to get rid of Francesca. I would. Yeah, too. I think we're all going keep the list. Yeah, I completely agree. The the list has never get gotten stale for me. No. No. It's Whereas still. Yeah. Whereas I still I don't think the new day need a trombone anymore. Blind tag. I'm gonna hit everybody on this one. Name a foreign object. Steel chair. <laughs> ladder. So Angie has ladder. Kaylin has steel chair. Or steps. What was the one that you had said, Kaylin? I think we both said chair. You both said yeah, chair. Yeah, yeah, both yeah I said you, chair. Both of you guys said chair. Yeah, it's just it's just the it's the, the quintessential foreign yeah. object. Yeah, that's yeah. the go-to. Ladder the, is another is like the number two, and that would made a hell of a lot more sense than the one that I originally thought of. <laughs> Why? Jim Cornette's tennis racket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that one came to my mind, but foreign object, I just immediately thought of like SummerSlam '96 or something, and just him carrying the tennis racket. <laughs> this this is why this is funny. It's just weird stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Should have gone oh. with like recess flag. That's about <laughs> as far an object as you can get. Or Hamish's cell phone. I'd say, I'd say to me, like ladders and chairs are kind of standard. There's even a pay per view now, TLC. But I am a fan of using the championship title. You know, when their back is turned, hit them with the belt. Actually, the the second foreign object I thought of were the steel stairs. Yeah, that's another ring. good one. That was the second one that came to my mind. You know what we haven't seen in a while? Somebody hit somebody with a bell. Yeah. Like a ring bell. That hasn't happened in like, God, I don't even remember the last one that, like Festus maybe? No, it's happened since then. It's happened within the last three years. Oh, I know it happened. I'm trying to remember years. who did it. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I picture somebody like a Randy Orton doing it. He seems like the type that would hit somebody with a ring bell. Gosh, I... I... I can't remember who did it, but it was not that long ago. Hmm. Uh, let's put another blind tag out there. This one's really general, so we're I'm curious to see what uh, responses we get. But the biggest piece of shit in wrestling history. The easy answer is Benoit. I thought Russo. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean that's a little harsh. I mean you give me a a debate and I have to go and do research and stuff. I'm not going to pick Vince Russo, but that was my gut reaction was just like yeah, Vince Russo is kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> Kevin Dunn's way up there too. Benoit, I think, is like the right answer. <laughs> if there's a right or a wrong answer, I mean, except for that last day, I liked his career. Yeah, I did too. I don't have an answer. You guys just totally broke my chain of thought. I don't know what to say. Uh, I th- I would probably go with it. Benoit would be one of the ones that um would definitely stick out in my mind. There, there, there are quite a few because the wrestling industry is kind of filled with these uh the these uh people that are probably not as uh clean. I mean, you could probably go Jimmy Snooker. That's another good one. Just based on our other conversation we had not too long ago, Del Rio crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. Actually, there's one. There's, uh, the first one I actually thought of because I, 
I wasn't actually thinking of a name, but thinking of a person who I know did something. It's a guy who probably wouldn't have heard of called Buck Zumhoff. Definitely mm. haven't heard of him. I was, um, I've been listening to a, um, a podcast recently that was looking back into the um, AWA. Uh, Buck Zumhoff was a, um, like a wrestler there. And he um, sexually abused his uh, daughter for 20 years. Jesus. Aww. Yeah, that sounds like a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, 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 they brought up his name, and so they basically just listed off his uh, list of offences. And I just went, yeah, this guy's a piece of shit. So, I mean, you probably just... Uh, so that was the first guy, that because he's quite fresh in my mind, but probably Ben Moore is the right answer. So I'm going to merge Blind Tag with Smart's Choice on this one, just to see what our gut reaction is without thinking of it. And I'm going to let everybody chime in at the same time. So you got to pick immediately. Sergeant Slaughter or Jake Roberts? I want to keep Sergeant Slaughter. Keep Jake Roberts. I would keep Jake Roberts. I would have gone with Roberts. Now, if we actually have to think about it, uh, I probably would have... Eh, if you give me... Um, like the actual debate behind it, I think I'd probably erase Jake Roberts because Slaughter going. had like the the GI Joe. Mm-hmm. He he did have a good character for a while. He did do that uh, whole uh, Iraqi sympathizer thing, and mm-hmm. Jake Roberts has had good feuds and stuff. But he's just another cog in the wheel, kind of in my mind. So. That's tough though. That's their I kind of have 50-50. That, that is a my, tough one, yeah. That was one of my ones where I was I I randomized it and I was just like, "Ooh, shit." <laughs> no, I got to go with Sergeant Slaughter just because of my childhood and how much I enjoyed him. That was um, the whole just immediate answer is that is the reason why I gave that answer immediately. I probably have like my blinkers on a little bit with I'll think about which one would probably be best for the wrestling industry. But I was never a big fan of Sergeant Slaughter. Obviously, not American, so I don't really American. buy into the big. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I think into... I'm a little older than you too. Only a little bit. <laughs> uh, but I'll just go with um. I yeah, obviously not American. Never really bought, bought into the big American patriotism thing. Jake Roberts's promos were always so impactful. When, like looking back on them, like when mm-hmm. going back in old paid views, they're. He he's so um, intense, but in a quiet and calculated manner. Such a brilliant heel. It just he leaves a, more of an impression on me than Sergeant Slaughter. I probably know Sergeant Slaughter more for either the Iraqi sympathizer stuff or when he was the commissioner with Degeneration X. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know him. Uh, GI Joe. He was part of GI Joe. Yeah, I never liked that stuff. <laughs> oh. knowing is half the battle uh, let's go with uh, Wed Better Dead um, the new day you got Kofi Biggie and Xavier Woods who you marry who do you fuck who do you kill I'm marrying Xavier Woods yeah yes. I agree yes, I can I... play video games with him till the cows come home didn't we do this one before uh, on this edition already? I don't know. No, 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 not, no, no. no we did. Oh, okay. did, did we not do like, or not? Well, like, like maybe me, two or three years ago. <laughs> like, like the um, like the um, repackage release type thing. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay, that's it. That's what I was thinking of. 
Uh, but I, as far as fuck or kill Kofi or Big E, I don't know. That's a tough one. Big E's got uh, he's got the moves, but I think I would kill Kofi fun. and fuck uh, Big E. Mm. I I'm think sure I'd, ag- I'd, I'd I'd agree. Yeah, Kofi's, Kofi's older. He's already done everything that he's going to do. Big E could probably still has a bit more potential about him. Well, with Big E, am I giving or receiving? That's <laughs> I, I would be receiving, and I I'm curious to see what what. If, if everything is big, he's got the hip table. gyrations. He, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> and he, I don't know if you watched that episode of Talking Smack where he's just chewing on the uh, microphone, but. <laughs> yeah, guys, if you ever experience that, tell me what it's like. <laughs> and if you're having sex with Kofi, be like the Rumble where you think he's just about to pull out. No, then he's back in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. There's a little trouble in paradise. <laughs> oh. uh, do you guys want a tough Smarks choice or a random one that might not necessarily be as tough? Actually, you know what? Yeah, they're both a little bit tough. I'm looking at two different options here. A themed one or a random one? Themed. Themed. I guess right. I have to go. <laughs> so this is themed and and really, really tough. Trish Stratus or Lita? Lita. Lita. Yeah. Oh, well, I'd go Trish. No, I like Lita too much. <laughs> you know what? All right, that wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be then. <laughs> oh, I was going for killing Lita. Oh, I'm no. Getting rid of her, I'm getting rid of her for history. Oh, um, I'd, I'd keep Trish is what I meant. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm... I'm uh, I'll keep Trish. Oh, so it's 50-50 then. So uh, Caitlin and Angie are keeping Lita, and Callum and I are killing Lita. Right? Yeah. yeah, Trish for for a bit was too much of a slut for me. I think that might be one of the reasons why I like her. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I'm not a guy. Well, we say like Lee was Lee was a slut. She was like fucked Edge behind Matt Hardy's back. Yeah, that's true. And CM true. Punk, exactly. Uh, and well, she's got around. Yeah, she got around the wrestlers quite a lot. As far as wrestling style, I like Lita's style better. Trish is arguably made more of an impact on the company. And will be remembered for that sort of paving the way for today's women's revolution. But in wrestling, Lita was a much more interesting competitive wrestler. But Trish was a good wrestler. But I, yeah, I like. I, I like the better. I like the time when it was when they were basically at the top of the women's division. That was that was a interesting time. That was around when I was get, getting back into it mm-hmm. in the late nineties, early two thousands. And as far as when they each had to leave the company uh it impacted me much more i was much sadder when lita got injured and couldn't wrestle anymore compared to uh when trish was done if i was going like on lita's favor i'd say that she's better in the ring than out the two that she mixed it up with the male wrestlers a lot more which i i've always been more of a fan of intergender wrestling so i think i've always thought that was quite cool and also, I think Trish has had, had a detrimental effect on the women's division in the fact that they started going after fitness models because she was so good. She excelled their expectations, and then they started hiring fitness models based on how well she did. And unfortunately, not all of them could be Trish Paris. Yeah. I hate the turn. After they left, I hate where the women's wrestling and the women they were hiring went. So we're going to go with another blind tag here. 
Uh, you know, I kind of like the idea of tossing it out to to everybody. Let's go with the best big man. Wow. Ah. I, I have to go with the first one that I thought of, and even though I don't, I thought Big Show. First one that popped in my head is Andre the Giant, maybe because we were just talking For about For some him, reason, but... the first one that popped into my head was Russo. I don't know why, but he's not <laughs> hes not too horribly big compared to well, he's other guys, guy. but he's a big guy. But Russo popped into my head first. Undertaker was mine. Mm. Yeah. I mean, if I had more time to think about it, I probably would go with either Undertaker or Kane. But Big Show, he's got big in his name, so that helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think... He's... Good thing nobody went with Big Cass. <laughs> <laughs> or the big guy. <laughs> oh, God. No, if I would have got to think about it, uh, I would have said The Undertaker, but no, mm-hmm. I gave my honest, you popped into my head first answer. Yeah, when you said big guy, the first thing that popped in my head was Andre. Let's go with uh, best wrestler of all time. Kurt Angle. C- Kurt Angle. Why? <laughs> oh my! Chimed in with me. Oh, that was like great. you guys got out the full name, but the A, the A, and of his last name came into mind. So, like, I almost got A. I got A. But then you guys said it. Anybody asks me that, it's always going to be Shawn Michaels for me. That's yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean that's no surprise whatsoever. Shawn Michaels doesn't even. I mean, I do appreciate the fact that he was an awesome wrestler, but he's never been in my top five, even. Yeah, Shawn Michaels is up there for me. He's in my top ten. But I, I think Angle just surpasses anybody you stack him up against. If if you got, if I had more time to think, I'd be... Um, I'd still obviously choose Angle, because he's, he's always been my favorite wrestler. But names like Eddie Guerrero, uh, Chris Jericho... And even Chris Benoit would probably cross my mind before Shawn Michaels would. Hmm. So I'm going to do one more Smarks choice and one more Wood Better Dead, and then we're going to call right. this quits because we could do this for, yeah. you know, for fucking ever. I have a whole <laughs> like bunch this. more. Yeah, things yeah we should save, save some for later. Let's, let's yeah, early. save some for later. Try and get one of the other guys in here. I'm going to try to save. I have like some really bad uh, Smarks choice that, that are like that Ric Flair Stone Cold one. But yeah. Um, hmm. Should we go with a theme or random? Random. Yeah, let's go with random one. All right. A random one was Jerry Lawler or Batista? Oh, God. Keep Batista. I'd no, keep, keep Lawler. Yeah, I'd keep Lawler. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm Even though I think he's... <laughs> it took a lot of argument. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I just said, well, clearly keep I... Batista. Nah. The, okay. The first, the first thing that popped in my head, and then I actually thought about it for half a second. He's like he was such a big part of like Memphis wrestling, like making it big when there were independents that going on, like when the territories were still a big deal. And even as annoying as he is sometimes, he was half of that iconic duo of Jr. and the King. Yeah, hmm. I don't get me wrong; he's like a lech and probably like a quite a disgusting human being. But oh. um, like in terms of wrestling, he did his job well enough. Uh. Although I would be upset that someone else would be playing Drac in Gardens of the Galaxy. <laughs> I like Batista in that role. Hmm. 
I think this would be a good Wed Better Dead to be the last Wed Better Dead. The NWO, Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. Scott Hall, and Kevin Nash. Oh, um, I gotta think about this for a sec. I'm going marry Kevin Nash. Fuck Hulk Hogan, kill Scott Hall. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be opposed. I, wouldn't be opposed to kill Hogan, fuck Scott Hall though. But I think Kev, uh, marry Kevin Nash. I'm pretty sure that Callum's gonna go the same thing too because he got to go where the money is, and he's he's <laughs> oh, always yes. been really good with his money. I mean, they both see. This is a difficult one for me because I want to kill three of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm actually going to kill Nash. I know that, that I've been going along the money lines of things, but um, I think Kevin Nash is a manipulator. I mean, Hulk Hogan is as well, but Kevin Nash was kind of more like subversive in it, whereas Hulk was quite blatant about it. I'd marry Hulk Hogan because he's got a huge merchandise deals. <laughs> and he missed and, on that Gawker segment. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, well Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan has a ten-inch penis, but Terry Belaya doesn't. So. <laughs> See, I would, I would fuck Hogan just because I want to say that I did. <laughs> That's quite a good reason. I'm pretty sure that he would let you if you ever. Yeah, prob- probably right now. Yes. Now, if if I say fuck Hogan, can I fuck any of the Hogans? <laughs> <laughs> No, only Hulk or Nick. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I would probably agree, I think, with what you said, Tony. Kevin Nash, I would marry Puck Hogan and kill Scott Hall. Because Kevin Nash, to me, they're all they're all assholes. But mm-hmm. Kevin Nash seems to me like, I don't know, it's really hard to weigh. Uh, he seems like maybe the least asshole, but that's hard to say. Yeah. Scott Hall is pretty easy, though, because he's definitely a piece of trash behind the scenes from everything I've heard. One thing's for certain is that I wouldn't fuck Kevin Nash because then you're putting in all the effort. <laughs> well, he's got to tear a quad. If you yeah, exactly. That's right. Aww. So one last thing to kind of wrap us up here. One more blind tag. Okay. All right. What's the first word you think of when I say this person's name? Miguel. <laughs> I just thought Leon. <laughs> just for his surname, it's like, oh god, that's so great. Okay, I there is absolutely no relation to anything wrestling or anything. I don't, I don't know why, but the word orchard there it has nothing <laughs> to do with anything. But that really is a a word that popped into my head. I don't know why. I have no idea why either. That's kind of strange, mm. but that's what's kind of fun why about that. Why are you that. looking at me like that? You should have seen the look on his head. <laughs> I, I was looking at a red object, I guess. There is one a few feet away from me, but other than that, no. Caitlin, what was yours? The first thing I thought was Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, some people on the crew here have made some interesting Photoshops with Mr. Miguel and... Uh, Actually, my first thought should have been Brian. Mm. Yeah, that's true. The first thing I thought of was, uh, I want to talk about TNA. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could honestly have a better answer, but... Oh, I love the idea. That's a good answer. (laughs) But it had nothing to do with anything. I just... 
uh, that's I don't know, it's kind of like that Seinfeld thing where it's like uh, mm. tuberculosis. Like, like... <laughs> I don't know, guys. Orchard's got a shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to wrap us up for round one, I guess you can call it, of yeah. play the game. Uh, <laughs> we're done playing the game. I don't know how to do a sign off when it comes to this. <laughs> well, you'll think of one. Yeah. Game over. Why not? Why did I not think of that? <laughs> it's the most basic general one that works. Um, yeah, the game is over now. So uh, let us know what you thought about this. If we should do this again in the future, uh, what was your favorite game out of the bunch? Uh, any other game ideas that aren't trivia? Because I'm not going to do all the research for that one. Um, and uh, what you thought about like the blind tags and stuff? Like you know, drop your comments below and. Uh, you don't have to timestamp it because I'm still not going to know what it is. Just kind of say like, oh, the first thing I thought of was for best big man was Ryback or, you know, like that kind of thing. And uh, weigh in on the other stuff too. This Mark's Choice and the Wed Better Dead because I'm kind of curious what everybody's answers are. But uh, yeah, I had some fun. I think we might be uh, bringing this back again in the future. I like Especially it. Especially on a week where like yeah. nothing's happening and it's like, well, what do we do? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Last thing to do is to just uh, throw out some plugs. So, Kaylin and Angie, uh, tell us what's going on now. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. N-O-W. Speaking of now, you can check out Northwest Ohio Wrestling on Facebook. We have a bunch of events coming up in August. Uh, three different Saturdays. Three of the four Saturdays in August we are going to be running events. So check that out if you are in the Ohio, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Indiana, whatever, anywhere in that area. And uh, got lots of fun stuff, so check that out. Callum? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Wigmeister14 and check out all the weekly articles on Smart Count Moment because they are written uh, dedicate, by dedicated writers that have a lot more talent than I do when I used to do them. <laughs> 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 I, 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 I'm trying to up other people because they, they're not here to do it themselves. <laughs> all right everybody for my side of things obviously keep, uh checking out everything on smartoutmoment.com uh follow us on facebook and twitter at smartoutmoment uh, follow fanboys anonymous for the content that's going on there i just posted the emmy results uh for the nominees so uh, i don't really pay attention to that but if you do that's up on the website uh and i don't know the next movie review i'm gonna be doing because there's a couple movies coming out that i kind of want to see like dunkirk but do i really want to spend 15 bucks to see that in theater <laughs> I don't really know. Same thing with Valerian. I don't know. But uh, any movie-related stuff will be on Fanboys. And obviously, if you subscribe to the YouTube channel, both there and on Smartout Moment, you'll be able to get notified of whenever we have new videos. If you just click that little bell icon thing. And I think next week, our main event is going to be the Battleground predictions, if I'm remembering correctly. So stay tuned for all that stuff happening and the hot tags and one of the remaining few Ask Him segments that's going to be left on the channel because I already thought of the questions, so I might as well do it. Uh, but that's it. So thanks for listening, everybody. This has been another Smart Out Moment, and we're being counted out. 